if you guys are as speechless as we are right now, then do not go anywhere. We're about to recap episode nine of Wayward Pines Walcott Prep. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Cue creepy music. Come on. Guys. This episode. What just happened? I mean, really? And this could not be the more perfect after show as we have a very special guest with us <laughs> yeah. in the studio right now. So before I introduce him, I'm your host, Kanika Lal. Follow me on Twitter at Kanika Lal. And to my left, I have the wonderful... What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Nino. You can, know, you can always find me at Nino Lanera on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And I'm Jordana Morphin. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Jordana underscore Morphin. Hey guys, I'm Paige Bonanno. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Bonanno. I'll be back to you, Kanika. You may hate him. You may love him. (laughs) It doesn't matter. He's here with us. Please let me introduce Tom Stevens. Hey guys, how's it going? Jason, I hate it. I love you at the same time. <laughs> we hate that we love you, or we love that we hate you. Can you also tell the fans and the viewers your social media handle? Uh, my Twitter is at underscore Tom Stevens, and my Instagram is Tom Stevens Actor. Perfect. Beautiful. So I think a lot of fans right now who are watching this are wondering is Jason really dead? Is this the end of it? Ooh, is this the end of Jason? It could know. be, it couldn't be. I mean, a lot of us saw this coming, though. We all got the feeling that he was dead, but we did see him still mumbling a few little words at the end, moving around a little bit, so I guess we really don't know. I know. That's what happened, remember, when Ethan died, and I was like, no, he survived that crazy, uh, like, elevator situation. He's going <laughs> to come back, and no, he's dead. Duh. Oh, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> well, your character died in uh, season one, yeah. and you just came back, so who knows what happens yeah. at the end of it. Anything's this, but... possible. Exactly, anything's possible. I mean, when you first found out about this, though in the script what was your first reaction which part that Carrie oh, was going to kill you I mean a lot of it though we're going to talk about how the rig reveal of your mom but yeah I I, uh, I I found out a few I like I called out the writer I was mm. like oh, really? okay how do I die <laughs> and uh, and he he sat me down and we had a conversation about it and he kind of said like it's going to be this or this and oh, 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 you'll find out when you get the script. Oh, interesting. So I had I had like two kind of sort of Damocles hanging over my head situations, and it was yeah terrifying. Wow. And then I read the script and I was like, okay, that works. That works. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so it was better than maybe the other option. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go around though first and just say our favorite lines before we dive into the episode. All right. Of course, you would go first over there. Yeah, you guys are stealing always, my yeah. lines. I have some pretty good lines, but I, I I'm it's gonna fine. let you guys get the good ones. This go one's it's so pretty good. It's from Carrie. She says, "This may be Idaho, but we're not that twisted." Okay, <laughs> that was funny. Like that. That's the irony of Wayward Pines. You starve to death or get eaten alive. That is like a good one. Oh, I love okay. that you one. You take the other ones that we thought. And that was the one I wanted, okay. so I always get stuck with the okay ones. But anyways, uh, go Nino. Mine is uh, sometimes you just have to do what your heart tells you to do. Ah, very true. That's a <laughs> yeah. good advice. Thanks, Rebecca. <laughs> mine is I wanted to be the first face you saw Aww. when you woke up. First of all, this was a very sad ending, but also it's so interesting about the parallels about the birth of Jason and also the death of Jason and how yeah. they kind of objected the yeah. wow. So I thought that was interesting. I wanted to shout that out. Okay, let's get into the beginning of the episode, yeah. though, when we open up with a flashback. Okay. Of Pilcher looking to adopt 
a little Jason a little for baby. his beautiful town of Wayward Pines. I said it. I said it from the get-go. This is too easy. This cannot be the mama. This, there's no way this could be the mom. That was too fast, too quick, and they never write like that. There's yeah. always a twist. And later on, we find out there's a huge twist. Yeah. But it was cool to see the backing of how they were. he was trying to select who in what Walcott mm-hmm. Prep was mm-hmm. a really prominent preparatory school. Mm-hmm. The girl who was pregnant was supposed to have an interview with Princeton, but she was, you know, t- she was she was pregnant, so they had to, you know, pause the interview or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you could just see how like so, how good of a selection he was trying to get for the person mm-hmm. um, who was supposed to be the baby or his heir to Wayward Pines. What's interesting, I don't think we ever even thought that he might have been adopted. We were like, oh, maybe. Pilcher and Pam had a, like, brother-sister yeah. incest thing. Like, we never even considered the... You guys are gross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah. This, we thought about some know. crazy theories Wayward on this Pines show. is crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that again. You never really know here. Oh, yeah. It was just never... It, we never Everything caught us off guard, right? Because that seems like something that's so simple. Mm-hmm. And we are always trying to think over the top for Wayward Pines. I mean, but. what we found out in the end was pretty gross anyway. Yeah. So... Yeah. None of us saw that coming. Did any of you guys out there saw that coming? Let us know. That was crazy. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there was such a theme in this show, too. I don't know if you want to uh, chime into this, Tom, but like of selecting, the process of selecting right. when it comes to choosing the chosen one for the town, mm-hmm. when it came to cho- choosing who could stay in the pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, I mean, I guess in today's world, we could see that as a little bit of race that goes into it. You yeah. know, how, like, you know, I feel like a lot, this show is really relevant to today's issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you, when you kind of, uh, when you're forced with, forced to make a decision mm-hmm. about something, and I mean, like from Jason's standpoint, he's like, it, we need to pick the right people for yeah. this. And then Yedlin's standpoint, which is like, you know, a way more, uh, I guess, what ethical, right. yeah. a lottery. Yeah. And then what happens if we save a bunch of twelve-year-olds? Right. Everybody that gets saved, and they don't know how to, like, grow food, right? Uh, be doctors, be anything. They like. What happens if that's the society that that right. survives by chance? Mm-hmm. But then you're looking at the other side of it, which is he's going to be killing a lot of people, a lot right. of mm-hmm. good people. It's messed up, and it's it it's a terrible, terrible idea or a terrible situation to ever be put in. It's hard right. to choose, and I'm always like, "No, Jason, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong." This time, I thought you actually were thinking things through yeah. and trying to make <laughs> things better for humankind. But yeah. to Dr. Yedlin's point, though, if you're going to do that, then you have to do it for everybody and you can't be an exception. You can't keep Carrie here because she's right. obviously yeah, damaged and defective, if mm-hmm. you're going to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jason was actually going to kill Carrie, though? He broke down. You saw what happened. Before he found out about the mom, anything else, I don't... So can we, oh. ju- ju- can we just jump further into that? So oh. like, I know, I feel like we have a lot here, but I'm just getting into that. You're saying you think he... Okay, no, I want to pause that. I want to wait. Okay. Okay, I want to we'll wait, wait till we that. get there. But keep that question in mind. Let's first talk about Xander and Theo, too. How mm-hmm. they, you know, it seems that Rebecca chose her mate. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. chose Xander. Xander. Um, so good for you. Props for you. I feel really bad for Theo. I mean, he's it seems so like he's beautiful, though. He, he's so tall. He's, <laughs> he's Australian. Xander? Oh, yeah. I love Xander. Yeah, you for, do. for sure. I love all the males on the show. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Theo, you, Xander. I think you guys are all good looking and, and suave. Whatever. Jason's here, y'all. Yeah. Woo! You happy? Excited? Yeah. <laughs> but I feel so bad for Theo, too. I mean, I know he's focusing on his work and, and keep maintaining Wayward Pines, but 
Poor guy. He's alone, but he seems to just be focused. He tells Xander, we got to team up against Jason. He has to just, he has to leave town. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Like, look, Theo looks like he wanted to kill, like, find a way to kill Jason. He was um, holding a gun, Jason. wasn't he? Yeah, he had a gun. Yeah. He, he just looked I like know. he was going to use it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he was trying to say, hey, we're, we have to do this. We have to find a way to overthrow him, in a mm-hmm. sense. But it was almost like, I'm not telling you to kill him, but I think we should kill him. Right. Just like how he talked to Carrie was like... You're gonna have to take him out. Mm-hmm. Like what? You, you you tell your you tell somebody's wife like I'm gonna you have to kill your husband to make this work. Right, yeah. it's crazy. Like I feel like Theo's tipping as well too, mm-hmm. as far as what's going on. Yeah. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also we find out about the shortage of food, mm-hmm. and we also see a little bit more of a leadership role from CJ. Right. He yeah. kind of comes in and out his character in this season. I love him. He's such a strong actor. Oh yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. All these actors are come from movie background, which is amazing how they put into the TV uh, scene. And yeah. also, you're kind of new to the TV series too. I mean, you've done mostly films. Uh, no, I've, or I have you done some back and forth? Like uh-huh. my credits are kind of balanced. Right, but this yeah. is your first time. You're actually like a, well, a, yeah, a lead four role, which as is a lead like rather than just a like transition. A yeah, definitely. That's yeah. Great. Awesome, man. Yeah. Still hate you sometimes. Sometimes. Love you. (laughs) But I was saying, too, like, we've grown to love, you know, at the beginning, um, we all hated Jason, obviously. And then, like, even as the season progressed, we hated him at Mm -hmm. the beginning. And then it just kind of moved. And we all kind of got to the point where we're like, you know what? Jason's not a bad guy. Like, he's actually a really, really good person. Mm -hmm. And you were saying that, too, that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you and your fiancé at home, you're like, Jason lived with us. He was a good guy. Like, we loved him. I mean, he, he was one of my favorite characters I mean he's mm-hmm. great he's great his balance of like we talked about in the beginning of being a hero mm-hmm. and a hero it's very a hard to pull off right. Right. It went with writing with acting so it was done very well mm-hmm. um, so yeah back to the pot situation of how you know they have to kind of um, put everyone back that's Jason's solution about putting everyone back to sleep because of the short of the food do you think that was a good solution do you think that was a good part on his I thought okay. Part. It's just so weird that. By the way, let's talk about the number really quick. Five seventy one. Yeah. It's so like five seventy one. Yeah. I feel like that, that has some like meaning in some sort of situation. You know what I mean? Like that. Like I feel like the writer has a background to why that number was chosen. There are a lot of hidden meanings on the show. Yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I don't. It, you're this the way the way you decide to select the situation. I feel like it would be such a hard thing for a leader to do because you're thinking of everything as you want it to be fair in a sense, but you also want to make sure you're going to be ready for when you guys wake up after X amount of years and you have the right people that you have with you. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you have Theo here, Dr. Yeldon, who's trying to be the voice of logic, but I feel like all he's thinking about at the moment is making sure you're dead so he can Mm -hmm. take over. Yeah. Like I say, that's the tipping point for him. I want to see him in uh, in the season finale. I feel like he might just like go over. It doesn't even seem necessarily to me like he like is so desperate to take over. I just feel like he hates Jason in general. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying too. And look, look, he puts aside his uh, situation with Xander. I don't feel like that's put aside all the way too. I feel like he has things in business, business he wants to finish off with Xander as well too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Theo. Maybe Theo has like, a new, like. I have a, I have a question for you guys. I know we've talked about this before, but you know how okay when Jason goes out there and he's telling the town, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to go back to sleep. And obviously the, everyone's reacting kind of differently. People are like, really, we're going to go back to sleep Like for how many more years? Mm-hmm. Like, right. if you were in this situation, mm-hmm. would you just want to die at this point? There or are a lot of situations. What would you do? Yeah, like, what would you do um, if you were, you know, a well, resident of Wayward Pines? The, the funny thing about this is that like, not getting into the... I've said this before, but like, not, not getting into the whole, like, uh, Hitler youth thing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but if you put me in a situation like if there was a car accident 
and I need to get people out of a burning vehicle, I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that I would be in the position that Jason would go. I, I'd be more on the Xander side where I think I'd be kind of keeping back from all the politics of it, but doing what I needed to do. Right. right. right, right. So You're going to do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes to survive. That's it. Well, and you, also protect my family. Jason's character, I mean, he said that too. He was like, how many people can I save? You know, it wasn't like, who you know, who, who can we take? But he said, how many people can I right. save? And that line kind of hit me like, he is a good person. He wants to save these people, mm-hmm. you know? Like, okay, but that's flash forwarding. I want to ask, which is such a big theme of this show too, about keeping evolution the way it is. Mm -hmm. Because humans have destroyed this planet, um, it seems, with global warming, with the environment, I mean, like, with with everything, with climate, with Mm -hmm. the environment. And you have to let Mother Nature take its course. So let's say you knew about this. And this is an open-end discussion. It could go on forever. If you knew about the situation, about the involvement of humans, would you let it happen? Would you be like Pilcher? Would you fight for it? I mean... How how much is the discussion going around? Maybe yeah. amongst you and your co- your co stars and if the if the if the resources were there to like actually pick people and put them into the future. I mean, uh, my friends and I we have like or we had like the Pink Manifesto. If something went wrong in the world, like a zombie apocalypse, we like kind of like sitting around one night just figured out a path how to get out of the city. <laughs> where we would go, we go to the woods. You know, you just do things like that. You think like that because mm-hmm. if ultimately, what would you do? Would you lay down in the middle of the road and wait for a car to hit you, mm-hmm. or would yeah. you try and fight? It's almost like when you're in a some people disaster. would want to just let it go and be yeah. like, let's just take out the most of life and let be. everyone kill us. You guys remember in Titanic when the boat was sinking, sinking right? Well, a lot of people just let right. themselves die. That, yeah. that, that old couple was mm-hmm. like, we lived a good life. Let's just go yeah. ahead and see. Yeah. Yeah. I guess well, they were old. Right. Young yeah. people want to still fight. Like, yeah. we have yeah. so much life ahead of us. Why exactly. give up now? And first generation, right? First generation. <laughs> Millennials. Millennials. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I ha- if I had the choice to either go back in a pod or mm. literally get eaten alive, I, yeah, um, I would true. pick to go back in a pod. It's not just about dying. It's about the fact that you're about to get Eat not. Yeah. And yeah. also, it's so interesting, too, because I think um, Kate mentioned, or she told you in the last season about how humans evolve. Actually, it, I was going to bring this up. That's the first episode. When she's in the hospital bed, of and Jason's season. sitting in the chair, mm-hmm. my Jason, mm-hmm. and she says, we have to evolve, oh. and you haven't. But you're refusing, exactly. You're refusing to change. Yeah. That is the, that's the thesis of, of the Jason character. Mm-hmm. The only way to truly live and survive is to change mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that's what nature does nature adapts like plants will learn to grow directionally right. to the sun if they're like trapped in a certain shady area so they'll, they'll fight for the right ways to, they will change to survive mm-hmm. right. so but Jason was stuck Jason right. yeah. is stuck in his ways because yeah. it was hard for you to grow in general you had to grow up pretty fast in a sense after oh, yeah. you know Pilcher yeah, yeah. died you got the next key to Wayward Pines right you, uh, you didn't really have a chance to be a child just like the kids Mm-mm. here at Wayward Pines where they don't really have a chance to be yeah. a, a child, you mm-hmm. know, or enjoy mm-hmm. their youth because they have to deliver and give babies, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to make the generation grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. I'll give a quick insight yeah. to Jason. For how I played Jason, I played him as a very lonely person. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came from, like, his childhood was mainly spent in a room, mm-hmm. like uh, like this size, like that, right. uh, with a data pad that gave him all his all his lessons, like science, history, mm-hmm. math. It's just, it was all there. Mm-hmm. And then either Megan or Pam would come and get him and take him on a walk. Yeah. Not connect him with anybody, but take uh. him on a walk on his own. Or take him to Pilcher, where Pilcher would like go, here's your coin, here's an abbey, here's a thing, you need to fight this. And then I'd go back to this room. 
Mm-hmm. And that's where I brought Jason from, mm-hmm. where he was a he was a very lonely person, and all he wanted to do was connect with people. That's so well, interesting to hear. That episode, yeah. I forgot. A couple, uh, I don't remember which one it was. It's like a birthday party. Yeah. That's exactly, when we yeah. saw him, and he says, like, I don't think the other kids really like yeah, me. These are my Aww, friends. I don't so know sad. them. Yeah. Right. That backstory was Well, outsiders cool tend to take charge. Because yeah. they've been bullied, they don't fit in. So like, you know what? Screw you guys! I'm going to take charge of this country or whatever, and then I'm going to show you who's in charge. Which is why a lot of it just goes to shams, mm-hmm. to shambles. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Aww. a lot of people, speaking of leaders, I read that you actually study different leaders and dictators. Yeah. So who do you think in maybe today's time or in history would really relate and cheer on Jason's character? <laughs> we went there, folks. We did. I was really hoping you wouldn't, and I think it goes without saying. It's okay. Say it. That's yeah, fine. I think everybody's connecting that dot themselves. Like yeah. he's in, he's in the, he's in the the media now. Wait, who was oh, Donald Trump? It. Yeah, yeah exactly. okay. It could have been anyone, but yeah, I mean, he's obviously. I, I'm saying that, like, <laughs> why not anyone? I I didn't play Jason. I hope to not give off like just like the Z Kyle Hitler thing. Yeah, yeah. But I also studied Che Guevara and mm-hmm. and like. Um, uh, co- like Colombian guerrilla right. warfare, those kinds of people that feel like they need to do something mm-hmm. for the greater good, and then when nobody is able to, like nobody's a al- left alive to tell them that they're wrong, who's to tell them that they're wrong? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. If their conscience has driven them so far into the uh, to the point of no return, who's going to be the one that's going to say, okay, now you got to stop? Right. And so if somebody thinks they're right, they're just going to keep going. And, that's, and you, sorry, go ahead. And I, that's why we hate to love you in a sense, because we know you don't try, you're not coming with any ill will in a sense. It's just who you are. Exactly. It's kind of what you've learned mm-hmm. throughout the whole time. It's, this is what Pilcher has taught you. And if you're not around people, right, mm-hmm. who can tell you otherwise, you're going to think the way you've been taught has just been the same way you have to go throughout the whole mm-hmm. time. Exactly. It's, yeah. 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 It's the way you were taught, but also I think a lot of leaders based off their beliefs off religion right in today's mm-hmm. age in history I think your religion Pilcher was a symbolism of religion more than just a person or a mm-hmm. mentor he was actually your faith he was like your bible the only way you could go about the bronze statue yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. we see that with everybody in Wayward Pines they have pictures of Pilcher all, all over the time right of course you know? of course he was in their, their icon yeah, yeah in their homes and everything yeah. Yeah, it's just it, there's just so much symbolism in the mm-hmm. show maybe I we overanalyze it too much it's, mm-hmm. that's why I think the writers do that for mm-hmm. us to interpret but there's just so many parallels I, I think the big thing with Jason and, and for audience members to, to look at Jason and realize that if somebody is in power that is doing something and they have the power to change it mm-hmm. then change it mm-hmm. that's it yeah. that's true right so good. But there's so many ways of going about it. It's so touchy. But, it's so what? But that's why I like that Jason's always telling the truth about things. Yeah. You know, he he goes against that that way of pilcher because he, I guess, doesn't believe, and the people mm-hmm. of Wayward Pines don't believe that you should be lied to and everything. And Jason will go ahead and tell the truth. So I like that about his character. That you know, even though he wants to follow pilcher and do the right things, he still knows he still knows the difference a little bit. He's yeah. learning more and more now every day as it goes mm-hmm. along yeah. versus trying to hide things. He wants to be a little bit, you know, we, we see him grow throughout right. the season. Exactly. Yeah. Last question about your character before we cool. move on. Is there anything that you relate to, to in Jason? I'm sure a lot, but maybe some big things that stick out. Yeah, I I, I relate to his need to be loved. Mm-hmm. His kind of, his uh, passion to, to be like cared for mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everybody's kind of got that in them. Definitely, yeah. So. That's big of you to admit. Yeah. Yeah. That's very big of you to admit. Thank you. We all want to be loved yeah. all the end of the day. We do. Um, it's true, though. Any, like, you know, I'm single still, guys. <laughs> 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 I'm moving on. So, um, <laughs> for that right there. It's Three, true. two, 
one. There you go. Yeah. Okay. But Theo tells Carrie in this episode. <laughs> Doesn't he? He goes like he. I mean, not Carrie. Oh, who that, is it? Wait, what? Jason. Sorry. Oh, oh I was like, Theo did tell like, Carrie what? to I'm do something. I'm still in my own world. The, yeah. But I mean, which, but who you were? Who are you was, referencing to? I'm talking about Theo telling Jason about that he can't eliminating take Carrie, Carrie from keeping her in the pot. Shade, man, shade all yeah. over the place with that. I was like, yep. he went there, he went, went there. that far mm-hmm. to say, yeah, you, you know, uh, you don't want to take any defectives, and then turn it against him. I was gonna ask, yeah. did you like that? How he kind of went a little bit against. I don't know. He kind of turned them against. I each liked other, it for the Carrie plot. I didn't like it from coming out of Theo. I was like, Theo, man, you're such an asshole right now. What's going I, on? Like, I feel like it was necessary. It was though. necessary. It was definitely necessary. I mean, That's we've true. seen this rift between Jason and Theo yeah. the entire season. Yeah. Like, I don't expect anything less of him at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. But what, do you really think Jason would kill Carrie? Not obviously. We found that out, was, but before yeah. finding that out, would he? No, 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 no. no I, 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 don't I don't think know. so at all. There's no way, he was, especially when he reacted. You know, when she came into the room, he reacted just like. Yeah, he was so in love, but, it, but after the fact, imagine when you find out what we're going to talk about in a little bit. Right, it's yeah. super shocking, and yeah. it kind of just digs such a deep, like, almost like knife down your heart. Like, what's going on here? Do, you, and do you think that he would have? No. No. I, don't yeah, think he no mm-hmm. I think he was too in love with her. I think he was too in love with her. Mm-hmm. There was a, a scene from eight, episode 8, and we read episode 9 when we were shooting 8, obviously, but uh, we read it a week ahead, and... Uh, Jen and I, Jen Lynch, the director of the episode, we sat down with that episode or that scene when I show her the the basement. Right. Yeah. Mm. And there was this big question in the air: if I try and kill her in the next episode, am I telling the truth in this one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we made the decision that the the best way to do it was tell the truth in this one, and then mm. like fall in that one. Huh. So. Huh. Yeah, he. I. I think, and up to the point when uh, he's sitting it with Rebecca, and Rebecca says, "Like you know, it's not the the main thing. Nobody's got a gun to your head." Mm-hmm. I think he's made a decision that he's going to keep her, mm-hmm. right. especially when she says, "Do what your heart tells you." So yeah. you're saying the other option was to lie to her in that first episode, and then go against her in this in the, in the next episode. If he makes the decision, he finds out that she can't have babies. Mm-hmm. There's the dis- there's two two roads to take. There's one. Okay, then um, I'm not going to use you anymore, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which uh, I don't love you. Mm-hmm. But then it's the other one, which is I love you anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to breed mm-hmm. because that's the that's the necessity of our species. But mm. I'm still going to be with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And we talked about that reaction too in last week's episode. Well, we thought, what was he going to do? Kill her? How yeah. could he not? You know, say yeah. I love you back. We thought about that. Well, there was a questionable <laughs> thing he said though, which he goes, "Well, I wish I would have known because I would have done things differently." And at first, we were like, "Oh, maybe he would have." Right. What does that mean? Like, so what you, you would have chosen her? You wouldn't have chosen her? Well, probably not built a underground bunker. So I went that easy. way. That was my choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go all the way to the left. <laughs> sometimes that we just don't even know what we're talking but about. Carrie did tell uh, Theo, though, that, you know, it's kind of sad. I don't think Carrie maybe feels and sees how much Jason really does care for her then. Mm-hmm. Because she said, well, he just loves Pilter too much. Yeah. She yeah. told that to Theo. So I don't... Do, do you, you think, think that... No, that was... Wasn't that Theo's line? Theo said that Jason loves Pilcher too to much. Carrie. Why did yeah. I hear to a woman's Carrie. voice say that? Am I just going crazy? In, yeah. your, in your head, you wanted it to be a woman's voice. Mm. Yeah, it was, but it was Carrie fun. knows then. She feels the love from Jason. I mean, mm. she's pretty. Yeah, she walks into that room scared. So I think it's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's uh, you. You trust a dog 
to a point until it's right. like rabid mm-hmm. yeah. and you don't know what's going right. to happen with you. Mm-hmm. your best friend like a dog that you right. raised mm-hmm. and suddenly it's sick and something's gone wrong and it's in the corner and it's scared you don't know what it could do right, right. right. let's go back to Pilcher's flash to the flashback of Pilcher find out gets a phone call that mm-hmm. Abigail's son did mm-hmm. not make it right. right so there's no Jason there told y'all <clears throat> told y'all from the beginning <laughs> <laughs> knew it do you have any good luck before I move on? Do you have any comments about that scene in the garden? It was a beautiful scene, I thought, in the, in the botanical garden. It's beautiful. When she, oh, it's when pretty. he was talking to mm-hmm. Abigail about the book, right? Which is relevant to related to the idea of Wayward Pines. They seem like a good match in a sense where he is like that's the perfect person to take so, because yeah. she's as intellectual as him or whatnot. Yeah, she questions. Be great as far as natural selection yeah. in a sense or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though it was really natural the way she's uh, <clears> selecting her. Um, but um, just didn't work out. But womp womp womp. There's so much more. <laughs> so much more. So much I mean, more. when Crazy. he was about what? to meet the mother of oh Jason, literally, we could tell you what we went through when watching it. It's Rebecca. It's it's Teresa. It's <laughs> Carrie. Oh my gosh. It your was... wife is your mama. <laughs> okay. Now God. that reaction is just a secondary reaction to my real reaction, which you can check Ooh. on his Instagram later on. Yeah. What, yeah. what was your reaction when you read the script? Oh, it blew my mind, and I was so stoked. <laughs> I was like, you, yeah. know, you know when you see something really good on TV, yeah. and it like it, it gets you? Yeah. Yes. Like, like, like literally, yeah, I, well, I had, had the exact like same reaction. Forever. Like, uh, Erica, my fiance, she was like, she saw, I got it. She's like, okay, so, yeah. And I'm like reading it, and she, went, <laughs> she had a shower, and she's like, she's in the, in the and I'm Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What? What? Ah! Uh, uh, I can't even I can't it. talk. Yeah. Right. Oh, like, god. Yeah. What did your fiance think of it? She must have been like. She loved it. She loved it, right? Yeah, she yeah, like, like, that messed up, twisted Twist. thing that you get. You can do it. Oh, so good. Like, I almost twisted. fell back. Yeah. Like, I, I, I literally, yeah. I, I literally looked at everyone. Squatted down for a second, had to breathe, and come back up to air. It was that good. It was. I'm it not kidding. One of the best yeah. twists so I've good. ever seen. I feel like we're we're usually pretty good, you know. Like you were fun on this whole season. This never Mm-mm. crossed my mind no. ever. No. Can I, ever. can I say it? Yeah. yeah. Reverse Back to the Future and banged his mom. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Reverse Back to the Future and banged his mom. <laughs> That's wow. what's going on right now. Oh, oh they could God. literally wow. make a comedy out of that moment. No, this could. is like this is an actual moment scene, whatever that like a so lot of good. writers and directors can steal. I'm talking. I just still can't believe it. It's original. It's, I loved it. it. Yeah, they're gonna try to steal it. They're not gonna get my reaction anymore. So like I saw this already. Yeah, yeah. this has been done. It's done. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she was the perfect candidate for somebody like Pilcher to just pilch. Be- yeah. <laughs> oh, I, wanted, I never that, made that. Yeah. I, 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 that true? Can I actually say that? That makes sense. Right? Great. He pilches people out and takes. Yeah, I mean, like what a what a yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a history that she had that she just wants to forget. I mean, literally the lines about how I, you know, I want memories to replace this. I can never have a new yeah. life. He said, "You can be different. You can make you, a different life." Right. Yeah, and I think I think actually a lot of people just speaking in today's society. A lot of people might be able to actually be relate to this mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, people are just not. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's karma, whatever the reasons are, but they just had unfortunate circumstances. So yes, this relates to her mm-hmm. her uh, situation. So is it confirmed that she pretty much? I mean, she was hurt by her father, hurt by her stepbrother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she also needs to be loved as well, just right. as much as Jason, mm-hmm. especially ah. by a male figure. Right. She yeah. definitely lacked that in her life. So it's confirmed that she was raped. Then? That's what I. I mean, that's assumed. that's what we're guessing. We... But she said I was never hurt, meaning I don't know if she just never got emotionally hurt from the situation. And she's yeah, trying to we... hide it. But I feel like there might have been some sort of abuse. Right, and, abuse, and yeah, and the relationship. Right. I don't know how far the abuse went or whatnot, um, especially kind of just like how she had uh, this, uh, how, who the dad is to the situation, right. which I feel like they could pick up in another season. And, like, yeah, because they never crazy. said they could totally they never say anything that. about yeah. it. No, she said she was hurt by her dad, her stepbrother, but she never said anything about her stepdad, and she said she's known him since she was seven. I don't yeah, know. we're looking to you for help. Uh, <laughs> I, I always, I took it as yes, like the the friend, yeah, forced himself yeah. on her, oh. right. And I think that her, like, the, the the thing that's really beautiful about Carrie is she looks at him and she goes, he didn't hurt me. Yes. Yeah. Like, regardless of the fact that she was, like, assaulted, yeah. she didn't let it get her. Like, yes. She, that's, she, she that's held strength. on to herself. And I think yeah, that's what that's... happened with her family. I think they did assault her as well, but she, she didn't let it, you know. Uh, but then she, she did, there was that little, that little yeah. we're not that twisted and... Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So, like, yeah. that, that, so that line was like just kind of off. It was like a back and forth thing. But so she no, did, that's a great point. Yeah, that yeah. you know she is strong and yeah, stronger than she appears. Maybe mm-hmm. right, and she's not going to let that situation affect her on the long run. And I think that's where Pilcher was like, man, I think I could help her, you know. And plus, I want the mother to come in a, in, in a sense with uh, with the baby or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I think he felt for her. There was mm-hmm. a deeper connection. Yeah, was like I can give you a whole other life. And yeah. you know what? I'm going to do it for you. Sorry, yeah. Go, go ahead. Uh, no, I just see uh, Abigail. Yeah. Abby. Um, <laughs> Abigail in the garden, and she's reading this book, and she's analyzing like a great, a great piece of literature, mm. and she goes, "And eh, they make us read it." Yeah. And she has everything in front of her, and she still doesn't truly look at the beauty of life. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. And wow. Then Carrie, who is like chasing a dream, right. has nothing. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the line between people nowadays. Oh my god, you just gave it. me goosebumps. Yeah. That's so true. That's really good. She has everything in front of her and she can't appreciate it. Whereas Carrie has right. nothing and she appreciates everything. Yeah, and that's yeah. why you take nothing for granted, no, no matter definitely. how much you have. It's hard. It's hard to forget and be grateful for what you have. Yeah. No, it's hard also like when people come from uh, affluent families or whatnot. Yeah, with so they, a spoon in their mouth, exactly. which is good for you. Right. But you know, but, uh, but then they don't. It, it's almost like at times like they feel like they don't need to work as hard. Mm-hmm. And then you have people who work uh, who don't come from anything. They work even harder. Not to say that everyone who comes no. from affluent family who you know no, doesn't work as hard never. No. But I'm just saying uh, you know statistically you see people fight harder when they don't have things. And they see more of like life in front of them than they do see, say, materialistic situations or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That was a really, really good point, man. Got a so bit. many life lessons we learn from. Don't go to school, guys. Just watch Wayward Pines. Yeah. You can just learn the real morals of life. I'm just wondering. Go to school. Why Pilcher? <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> don't want to promote. Wait, Carrie. On after was TV. Because what were you saying, Paige? Sorry. I'm wondering why Carrie, why um, Pilcher didn't wake Carrie up when Jason was a baby so she could help take care of him if that was his real mom. No, no. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a good question. I think it was uh, Jason was woken up for a reason, mm-hmm. and that's to be raised to be the leader. Mm-hmm. And he was raised by Pam and Megan, who mm-hmm. were the people that really, like, right. that really took charge of raising him. So if they had a third person in there, yeah. who weird. wasn't an original, mm-hmm. like uh, like a, a Pilcher or mm-hmm. Megan, then. 
she would try to raise him the way that she wanted to and not it necessarily would the way that... change the plan. And yeah. Everything was planned right. with Jason. Everything. Mm-hmm. Except for when everybody... Mm-hmm. When he was left to his own devices and he accidentally grabbed the file. Right. right. What's that significance of the line Carrie said about how it's the book of life and it's written... Like Wayward Pines is already written, is what you're saying? Like No, I was about predestination, but I guess it was... I guess that line was said when Pilcher... I guess she was trying to say Pilcher rewrote her life. Mm-hmm. Pilcher was responsible for writing her life, right. pretty much. Yeah, yeah I mean, right? you look at the situation she was Because we think it would be God, but remember, in her situation, it's Pilcher. Pilcher. I think the reason why Pilcher said, yeah, your baby's going to go to Texas or whatever, um, and that's what she kept in her mind, and Pilcher, or they never let her know that her baby's actually here, was because she wanted to live a new life. She right. wanted to right. find a new yeah, life. Yeah, of course. So this was her way to basically come into a whole new life. So he would have just woken her up and never told Exactly, never told and her I don't think Pilcher Jason. was thinking, okay, you know, my, my son one day is going to pick, you know, his wife, and it's going to be his mama. Well, I don't think he would have ever let that happen. But right. yeah, yeah. Was, I don't think Pilcher have... believed that Jason would have to run the town without yeah. him handing the baton to him personally yeah, yes. no, yeah, and, help, exactly. and helping him take over. Exactly. Right. But then, you know, all of this season just... one happened where people started getting killed. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so this was a pretty sad scene when Carrie walks in and just when Jason just finds out from the secret mm-hmm. file that... And that scene, how it like the camera just captured oh, so when she had a son, the name, and he just yeah. he, oh my god, like what did I just see? And then that was a gr- that was a great acting chops by you, by the way. Right. And we could all feel Carrie's fear too, because yeah, we yeah. we're thinking, what is he? What is he gonna do? Because he grabs his gun at first, and she grabbed my arm, and she was just like, really, what's George happening? Dan, what's no, that's yeah. Yeah. what's going on? But it was that intense. We were that feeling intense. It at the we all felt it. I think we even backed up. Yeah, we, we, we backed did. away we from the table. Right, that's the natural. That's what the video is. What you guys had. Somebody posted your guys. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. So that's oh. that one. Yeah. So rewatch it. See what you right. do. In a point of stress. <laughs> in a point Gosh. of stress. You're holding me too. I know. Oh, and just... and Paige, like you were also like, damn, that action. It was intense action by yeah. Carrie whipping the right fire. Yeah, yeah Carrie. Rod. Carrie was with a rod. She was going at it. Like, I mean, she's going to be a leader. Strong, so strong but girl. I'm, yeah, I'm just. Did she think? I mean, he kind of went for his gun, but he didn't, like, take it out and point it at her or anything. Did she th- honestly think that he was going to kill her? Because she started going for things, hitting I him know, on the head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's her husband, her, her like, love of her life. Does she really... But he, she was caught he, up like, and grabbed her, too? He that's was it. getting a little bit crazy. And he was talking crazy about how yeah. he had, she had a son. Oh, no, he found out. Is he going to kill me because I didn't tell the truth? Right. Yeah, and you were saying that the best way you could describe this is just Jason having a mental breakdown. Yeah, and, and uh, Carrie has always been his beacon mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. keep him calm. Right. Together. And the he knows that if he's ever violent around Carrie, he'll lose her. Right. And because he's an inherently violent person due mm. to his upbringing, he's he's a very disturbed person. Mm-hmm. So he's been keeping it contained. And then in this scene, he loses it. Yeah. Because you couldn't even answer when she said, what does it matter? Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Didn't even Tell say. me, do you know the baby's really in Texas? Like, so we're no partners in everything. Mm-hmm. Anybody. There was no answer for anybody because they were both in an emotional state. And I think she felt the, like, like the imminent danger that was ahead of her so she had a fight fought back type situation yeah. look what happened you know what I mean mm-hmm. I mean that is interesting that you say that Jason is such a like he's an actually violent person I mean we've seen him be so violent with you know shooting people execution style and this and that but he's so loving to carry that it's so I mean yeah. the contrast is crazy mm-hmm. because it's like almost he has like two different personalities yeah the way Carrie was like you know grabbing things and you know mm-hmm. swinging at him she Probably that was kind of her 
past. Oh, there you go. I never thought mm. about that. And you also, fight for it. maybe yeah. the, the the instant connection we saw between Jason and Carrie too. Like they are mother and son. So I mean, that yeah. might be another reason why he is so loving to her just inherently. Oh, exactly. Definitely yeah. inherently with that. Yeah, which is why he felt a connection. <laughs> I always believe in, like, I mean, I believe in past lives, not because I'm, like, you know, an Indian hippie, but I just, <laughs> I believe that sometimes you find somebody and you, you your souls connect, mm-hmm. and I think it's because of your past life, and in this case... I think that's exactly... Heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Um, okay, and then we get to a, a quick flashback of Jason eating ice cream looking at the file, what the hell is the significance of the ice cream in Wayward Pines? You have to know, or is it just like a secret? Is it not just... Yeah, find out. From Terrence Howard to... So, here we go, guys. This isn't an explanation, but this is how I found out that I was still alive on Wayward Pines. Okay. So I had finished episode nine. I had died. Right. Four months later, I got a phone call. And it was from a props lady, and she said, "Hey, I'm just, uh, I'm just calling, Tom. Uh, are you like vegan?" Oh, and I'm like, "You're kidding. What? Are you lactose intolerant or anything? No. Okay. Do you like rum raisin ice cream? Rum raisin. Uh, rum and raisin. I was like, "Sure. What? Who is this? <laughs> hey, this is this is props on Wayward Pines. I just need to know. Can you eat rum raisin ice cream? Because we want to have you. Because there's that scene with Terrence Howard, and we're going to do a throwback to it." who is this yeah. <laughs> and I ended up getting on with my agent and the producers then contacted us and it was like okay yeah you're still alive that was, that your, was the I thing I love that that was your way of kind of telling you hey you're back you're back is rum raisin That's ice cream cute. even, rum even, raisin. even, even if it doesn't that. mean anything it's it's a magical little thing it that is has been the, and it's, it's so been... good <laughs> Rum raisin ice cream. Wow. Yeah, I have to try oh, that actually. So they, maybe the writers they just love ice cream. Yeah. You know when you get something that's magic, you don't mm-hmm. mess with it. Yeah. Right. Right. You let it be. Let it run its course. There's a significance, guys. It's deeper than we know. It is. Yeah. There's always something deeper. They right. have cows. <laughs> <laughs> so you do watch. They this. have licorice. <laughs> like come on. Yeah. They have <laughs> everything. How? <laughs> They're like rationing things, and he like Xander's still like biting on licorice. <laughs> like how the hell? Like, yeah. You okay? Right now, like. and then we get to the the scene where he you know wakes Carrie up. It was really cute. Oh, awkward Jason is so really cool. Cute. Yeah, I awkward know. Jason yeah. who has a thing for his mom. Hey, it's called uh, such Oedipus, a baby Jason. Oedipus Rex. This mm-hmm. is also goes yeah, he, back. He to cut history. out his eyes right when he found out that it was his oh. mother. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what happened. See, yeah. when he grabbed that, that's interesting because when he grabbed the gun, I originally thought he was just gonna sh- like off himself. Like, nah, well. For a second. To, like, I've been having sex with my mom. Like, I'm done. Like, I can't handle this. You know? Yeah. Well, hmm. But I, like, I like that connection. Yeah. I never got the gun on her. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how did but, you... And, go ahead. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, what killed you? The gunshot or did you fall on something? I, I think it's, it's the gunshot. It's the... Okay. Because so you really are dead. Sorry, She's like a combination she too. Like she was hitting him and stuff. Yeah. Well, the the you point, were bruised up. <laughs> the point, the point in place that yeah, I got I got pretty battered. But at the end of the at the end of the episode, I'm not dead. Mm-hmm. I'm on the I'm on the table. Yeah, that my blood is filling the town. Mm-hmm. Right. I've been shot. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can't say any more than that. Yeah. Oh, see, so you're. Oh, you just said you're not know. dead. I'm not dead at the end of it. At the end of it, he's still talking. Yeah, you're still talking. So you can still very well. Well, he be says alive, to Carrie, "You'll like, always be safe," and yeah. she is I was safe. Trying to get you, dude. Well, there was, <laughs> there was one interesting. But she, but that line. What line? 
Walcott Prep, oh, yeah. I taught yeah. you well. And she yeah. still smiled like she I like that. It. That was cute. Yeah. That was cute. There was something interesting that we had talked about cute. at the end, because I was a little confused when we see Jason sitting with the ice cream, finding the file of Carrie, and I was like, wasn't Pilcher still alive during this? I'm confused. And Tommy told me that, you know, was this was right after. after, and you had said about the guy, you know, we were seeing the guy yeah. hanging. Can you tell us a little bit about that scene? Yeah, so the very last episode of season one you see me for the very last time when Ben Burke is walking through right. the town going mm-hmm. oh my god looking mm-hmm. at and he looks down Main Street and there's people hanging mm-hmm. we got the actual same stunt guy from the first season oh you t- so it's the you. same hanging they guy they remake the like di- redid him up and they hung him up there on a on a scat like on a on a dolly lift yeah, and yeah. he's hanging by you know exactly That's the same yeah. the it music was- made it all creepy yeah um, but we are kind of running out of time which is why I have to cut you guys off sorry about that before we get to predictions I just want to ask a few questions to you Tom Stevens as an actor as a person um, first of all moving forward uh, you work with so many talented actors, from yeah. Melissa Leo to Matt Dillon to Carla Gugino. Am I pronouncing your name yeah, last yeah. name right? You did, yes. Yeah. I mean, how, what did you take away from these actors? Is there anyone specifically you just loved working with that really just, you know, challenged you professionally? You know, from like top to bottom, I think everybody was teaching me something. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys had had Tim on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tim's a pro. Like, Tim's so like good. a boom. Yeah. Pro. He is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason Patrick taught me to to understand everything. Hope Davis showed me like the the amount of worth in understanding how the character makes sense to you. Jaimon Hansu, find organic mm-hmm. connection to that. Carrie, like Casey Roll, mm-hmm. just like connect and be part of it. Mm-hmm. Even Christopher, he's just he's like everybody was a star on this show. Yes, that I I walk away with uh, an ensemble behind me that I'm so proud to work with. And you also are big into music. Are you um, going to be doing that in the future more? I think I heard like with your wife, you might just or fine fiance. Sorry, yeah, soon we're to be, be married wife. in like August. So. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, oh yeah, that's wow, so soon. So Where's the wedding? Louisiana. We're, we just did like we're going to do like a twenty minute wedding. Oh, it's 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 You're not kidding. a big shotgun. Yeah. Louisiana. We're literally just like hopping on a Why plane. Why Louisiana? Going Is that where yeah, we want to see it? Interesting. Oh, from what Canada. a spontaneous couple. Yeah, I love that. What so, what music couple. is that going to be playing a lot in your future? Do you think? Uh, or? Yeah, I, uh, Erica and I like Erica is an amazing singer, and we've been we've brought like recording gear down. We've got our little Martin with a with a plug in, okay. and we're going to be doing a little acoustic album like while that. we're down here. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. What do you have? Do you have anything else working on next? Like a sh- nope, film? Just, just or? doing the hustle, doing the the actor hustle. I've got I've got um, a post production on a short. Okay. That if I can plug that, okay. we have a Kickstarter going on with that. Nice, go ahead, yeah. That's called it. Mommy May. Mommy, Mommy May. Mommy May. May, and it's a Kickstarter. We're just aiming for our, our sixth grand mark to get it uh, the fully finished up and into uh, into festivals. It's Sweet. A beautiful, beautiful story. Yeah, and that's the actor's life, which is nothing, you know, it's it's just the way it is. Like, you have this full season of being a, you know, a series regular, and then you're just kind of back to the grind, right? Yeah. Which is kind of like what you signed up for. I mean, does that get discouraging at all, ever? Oh, yeah, it, it does. But you know what? I'm a gypsy. That's it. Mm-hmm. You can't, you gotta, it's, it's. It's just being a hustler. That's yeah. all. Yeah, we are. you just can't give up. I like yeah. that. Because a lot of people out there, too, we all, yeah. including you're looking at yeah. gypsies yourself too. We all yeah. are struggling, wanting to make it, and we know how tough this industry is. So yeah. you, you know, you hit something big, and you have to just not let that get to you too. Don't let it get to your head no. either. Um, so yeah, also learn life lessons from Tom Stevens himself. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to. Do you guys have any last minute questions for Tom himself before we get to predictions? I think you covered yeah. it all. Yeah. Yeah. Covered it all. Yeah. yeah. 
You've been great. Thank you so much for joining us. We yeah, could get deeper, guys. but we have a time constraint. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Catch us in our after show, after show. Uh, okay, predictions. For one. Buzz TV predictions. More episodes. I have left. no predictions because I never even saw this coming. So I mean, guys, our predictions have been like spot on. I everybody. just want not last week. Right How about we just yeah, all shush a, die, and let and let him just yeah, tell us yeah. what happens? Yeah. Okay, just tell us what happens. <laughs> Done. Silence. No, 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 <laughs> episode ten will air on Wednesday, July twenty seventh, on Fox. That's a pretty good prediction. Uh, I, I think. want. I want Margaret and uh, Doctor. Yeldon. Guys, Yeldon Margaret's to back. Get yeah, together? To, not to get together, but like, you know, it, it seemed like, it seemed like yeah. the Abbeys were on a hold, on a pause yeah. in this past episode until Margaret was back to her life, and now she like she's, she's ready, ready, and they're ready. Right. But I think there has to be some negotiation between Theo and Margaret. Yeah. He started something. He started this communication. I feel like they're going to get to the point, they're not even going to have the time to get into the pause. Okay. Like, yeah. it, it's just going to be a war, and no one's really going to go back to the It's just, yeah. You're looking for it. You here just keep my, looking at me. Here, here's my <laughs> prediction, okay? Because I've been right for like the past couple of weeks. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. So here's my prediction. I feel like they're going to try to get people in, they're going to get people into the pods or whatnot. But there's going to be a select few people. Who are gonna tr- who are gonna stay after? Obviously, because it can't take everybody. But I feel like um, the select group of people that are gonna stay after are gonna be significant because they're gonna try to make peace with the Abbeys at some point. They're gonna try to make it work where they have the people safe, and just in case if it doesn't work out, they're still safe people for however many years that they're gonna wake up to. But there's gonna be some people that are gonna start uh, trying to negotiate in a sense with the Abbeys or Margaret to try to make this all work out where they could all live in some sort of peace or whatever. There has it's to be a harmony. A piece between the humans and the animals. They're going to live in harmony at the end of the Not episode. Not harmony, no. but I'm just saying that they're, they're going to start. Is that too good some, to be true? Yeah, it is too good to just, be I'm true. I'm just saying that's my prediction. If I'm right again, oh my gosh, you I guys mean, owe me ice cream. They <laughs> might, they might kill off a lot of people, but there will be some surviving, like Theo, mm. Margaret, Rebecca, Carrie, maybe. Maybe we'll Jason see. comes back to life, yeah. and maybe they, they just, just learn to you. live in harmony. There could, there could be a big war, and then. I don't know what Theo's fate is. Harmonize. I could see something happening to him, like happen to. And I feel like he's going to flip over somewhere. Like he's he's just going to. He's at the point right now where he could either be like really good and be like the savior for everybody, or he could go and uh, be that like guy who just goes over like the cliff. You know what I mean? mean, Or it could just be Theo, Carrie, and the Abbeys left with some first generations like Frank and Ralph. What are their names? Frank and the little Lucy. 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 God, this is confusing. Oh, my gosh. My head hurts, everybody. As usual, what do you guys think? Mm -hmm. Because you guys are also good with your predictions. Um, Tom, I hope you enjoyed yourself today. (laughs) I did. I really did. This was awesome. Do you have any final last words? Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for watching, everybody. I hope hope you enjoyed this episode. Let's hope for season three. Yeah. Let's hope for season three. Wear it, Pines. Keep it, keep it supported. Keep watching it. <laughs> definitely, go. definitely. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. We have one more episode left, so hold on tight. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I'm your host, Kanika Lal. Follow me on Twitter at Kanika Lal and Instagram at You Can Have It Lal. All right, guys. And once again, it's your boy Nino. You can catch me at Nino Lanera on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Snapchat too. I'm Jordana Morphin, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jordana underscore Morphin. And I'm Paige Bonanno. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Bonanno. And one more time, your follow your Twitter handle. I'm Tom Stevens. You can follow me at <laughs> underscore Tom Stevens on Twitter and Tom Stevens the actor. No, Tom Stevens the <laughs> actor on Instagram. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks guys, everybody. See you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>
From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you